Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Nightcap here on Beeson alongside former Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Great one going on just about uh, four and a half hours from here. Phoenix, Golden State, and the Suns tied at 53. Not so great going on in Columbus. Oh, I was, why is it not so great? I think it's a marvelous, wonderful thing. <laughs> the Duke Blue Devils, uh, no letdown spot here, at least it seems. Up 11 with 14 and change to go in the second half. They were only a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this spot. Uh, so I am going to be wrong. Uh, Sean was wrong, too. So How was I wrong? Uh, North Dakota State lost by 25. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we did not. Doesn't seem like did we're I having a good. I say North Dakota State? Jeez. <laughs> you meant Creighton. Uh, but let's get to our next guest. Always love having him on. And we're having him on early this week uh, just because – they were the first to market to put out the championship line. So, oh, so this is a reward? Yeah, this is a reward for Chris. He gets to come on early because he, <laughs> he got to work early on these championship games. Chris, always a pleasure. And uh, let's ping pong around. Let's start with the, uh, the conference championship games on Friday. And uh, the one here in Vegas, you guys opened Utah minus three and a half and now sit at three. So what has been uh, the movement here uh, some dog money coming in uh, on Oregon. Yeah, quite a bit of dog money. Uh, you know, I'm 
I really, uh, I tried to open as high as I thought I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I, cause I really kind of like it higher, but Oregon, of course, going to get a lot of support, but you know, come game time, you know, the Utah people travel pretty, pretty good to Las Vegas. So I think we're going to have a lot of Utah money coming back the other way. But uh, I think it should be a great game. I, I sort of favor Utah in the game, though, kind of like a little bit higher. Well, I, I want to stay on Friday because this is a, a team that I've been high on all year. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I loved UTSA early on in the season. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you like them against Illinois and Memphis. And then, uh, but I've been on the B- Bailey Zappi train, you know, all year, got them 10 into one in, in pocket. You open UTSA a favorite, and we've seen a flip of favorites in this game. Yeah, you know, um, UTSA, they, they they didn't finish the season. They got blasted their last game by North uh, North Texas, uh, who was really kind of ripe to, to pull a, a big upset in that game. Uh, I maybe let that influence me a little bit, you know, and, I, and the more I look at it, I kind of agree with the move. I, I just, uh, like I said, I, I, opened, I opened a number I thought was a good number. Uh, but now that I see the move, I really I, I think the move is probably right. I think Western Kentucky is probably the right side in this one. Western Kentucky one and a half two, depending on where you look. We're talking yeah. to Chris Andrews, sportsbook director at the South Point. Always great to get his insight on where the money's coming in and whether there is a a trendy dog to be worried about. I, I do have a small question <laughs> for you, Chris. How much do you factor in when the actual conference championship game is played on the home field? of the team with the best record as opposed to a neutral site game? Oh, I, I definitely factor that in, yeah. I mean, I, I've talked for the last couple of years how I don't think home field advantage means much in the pros, but I totally think it means something in colleges, uh, even in these championship games. Now, you got to kind of pare it down a little bit because the, the, home, the road team is going to travel very well with their fans. You know, it's a good chance it's going to be, you know, well, last game of the year, at least uh, – you know, one of the last games of the year. So I think they'll travel well. Uh, but I absolutely let it influence me a bit. I uh, maybe don't give the full home field advantage, but I certainly give it something. Well, speaking of that, the AAC championship game is going to be played mm-hmm. at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati. And you yeah. know, we just, I, I think this, and, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, I think this is the trendy dog to be worried about. I think a lot of people are going to see that's a lot of points. They're going to want to grab Houston. I'm just not so certain. And, and Sean, you've got great knowledge of the AAC, so I kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll leave it to you. But I think Cincinnati's figured some things out here down the stretch. The SMU game and then the East Carolina game, that was a tricky one, and they still were able to win that and cover. Uh, is this going to be, in your opinion, and what have you seen so far, maybe a trendy dog uh, in Houston? Yeah, that's definitely a trendy dog. Uh, you know, I, I like the higher number. Uh, we definitely got bet, though. We got bet down pretty good on this one. So we, um, where am I at? We opened 10.5. But yeah, we opened 10.5. We're down to 10 uh, with a lot of money on the dog. But uh, I'm kind of with you. I, I think Cincinnati, you know, they hit a little trough towards the end of the season. I really liked SMU against Cincinnati a lot. I thought that they were right for the upset. I was proved a million percent wrong since he played extremely well. I think finished the season well. Uh, I think since he's probably the right side in this game, my numbers come to like 14 in this one. Ooh. So uh, I tried to stay on the high side. 
But I got bet down. I got to go with the money, and uh, and I'm at ten now. But I have a feeling we'll be back to ten and a half before long. You know, Luke Fickle has said all along, you know, to people close to him that he'd only leave Cincinnati for two jobs: mm-hmm. Notre Dame and Ohio State. Of course, the week leading up to this championship game, yeah. Notre Dame comes open. <laughs> like, do you factor that into anything you're doing on your side, or do you think that's going to impact the money as we get closer to game time? Uh, you know, I mean, you got to be aware of it. You know, uh, I, I would hope, listen, Sean, you played. I mean, I'm just some guy sitting watching on TV. You know, you played. I mean, I, I would, if I was a player, I mean, I, listen, what Kelly did, you know, I mean, does he have a right to do it? Sure. But, I mean, you're on the verge of possibly playing for a national championship. Now, Luke Fickle's in the same spot. Now, I got to feel, though, that the Notre Dame job is going to pay a lot more than Cincinnati. Uh, and, and it is a dream of Fickle's. He's made it kind of clear. Uh, but I have a feeling if he does do anything, I think, but I don't know that, uh, I think he wouldn't do anything until after the game uh, this weekend. That, that, would be, that would be my hunch. I just think he'd be that kind of guy. But, you know, hey, you, know you know how it is. Sometimes we don't know anything but what we, what we see in, on TV or, or, or read online. You know, we don't know that much about the guy. But I have a feeling he'd be that kind of guy. But do, am I aware of it? And do I factor it in? Yeah, a little bit. I'm certainly aware of it. Nothing to factor in yet, but, uh, you know, we'll see if there is, uh, you know, come Saturday. College football never ceases to disappoint. We could have two teams in the college football yeah. playoff with interim coaches. Yeah. Is that crazy? I mean, I mean, this is what you're playing for, right? Supposedly. This yeah. Is, you know, the brass ring that you're going for. And, and you know, Kelly bails, uh, you know, right before the final weekend. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. I mean, listen, how outrageous would it be for Cincinnati to lose and, and Michigan to lose? It's not that crazy. You know, I mean, they could be right in, in, in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, he chose to go elsewhere. Well, uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, teams, teams losing. Let's get to Michigan. Because I was winning this game you, straight up. <laughs> I disagree. But I think it could be a Michigan win, Iowa cover. Uh, looking at you guys, you're one of the few in market now down at 10 and a half. Uh, in favor of Michigan. So uh, what is it? I'm curious, the public in this spot, because it's what have you done for me lately? Michigan thumps uh, Ohio State. So is the public backing the Wolverines despite that big number? You know, no, I'm almost dead even on the game, money-wise and ticket-wise, so there's no indicator there. i tell you the truth. This was a really hard game for me to handicap. Because I think it's going to be determined by who sets the pace. Now, if Iowa sets the pace, which they've done a couple of times this year against teams that were better than them, to be honest with you, if they could set the pace, they could easily cover this game and maybe even win this game outright. Now, if it goes the other way and Michigan sets the pace, I mean, this could get ugly. I mean, it could be a Michigan blowout. So I think this is this is the one game. Listen, if you're a teaser better in colleges, don't tease this game because this so anything could happen in this one. This could be a crazy, crazy outcome. I thought this was very, very difficult for me to come up to a number. You know, I opened a ten and a half and I haven't moved it, so I guess it wasn't that bad of a number. But I don't know what exactly is going to happen in this game. I think we could see a strange outcome one way or the other. Well, Chris, I just came back from a meeting of all the genius brains in 
this country and we all agreed you should move this line down to eight so everyone will jump on Michigan's side because <laughs> Iowa's going to win all right and I don't want you to get woodshedded. Iowa's not winning out. I don't think I'm going to get woodshedded. Uh, I'm dead even. On I know you're going to do good yeah. either way. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I, I, I'm rooting for anything but a rain out at this point. Hey, Iowa is winning this game. This is an unbelievably tough emotional spot for the University of Michigan. Nice. They came into this season wanting to get two things accomplished, beat Michigan State and beat Ohio State. They faltered on their first objective. The only thing that mattered was winning the Ohio State game. And as fate would have it, they have to try and emotionally get back up the following week. They're going to try because it's the the Big Ten Championship, but I'm just telling you they're going to fall behind in this game and play right into Iowa's hands. Michigan has at least three turnovers. Iowa shocks the world. 28-24. Okay. Disagree. Disagree, but we you know, my friend, I, like I said, I, you might shock the world. I'm not going to be shocked because I said this is this is a crazy game. I don't know what's going to happen here. Like I said, you can bet it. I don't blame you for betting it. I mean, bet who you like, but don't bet a teaser because this could be nuts either way. Yeah, hey. I've been forbidden from betting teasers in college. Do not. I, I get, yeah, I, I I will not let him do it. Chris. I've never done it, but I was forbidden Good. to ever do it. Hey, Chris, uh, 20 oh. seconds. Georgia, Bama. What have you seen so far? Well, I've been back and forth from six and a half to seven a couple different times. Uh, the public is heavily on Georgia. I do. I got some sharp money on Bama when I go to seven. But I got to tell you, I think the public has this one right. I, I think. Uh, I got to tell you, I think Georgia blows them out. Ooh. I really do. I, Bama I think, money line. That's, that's, <laughs> crazy. that's my my feeling. Bama that's money line. It is Chris Andrews. You have a lot of company. You have a lot of company. <laughs> it is the nightcap here on Beeson. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. Duke in Ohio State, still uh, things hanging around there in Columbus, but Duke holding on to a seven-point lead, so they're kind of holding holding them at bay. Uh, I wish I could make some in-season trades. We got a couple guys that I don't really see anything that they do. Like in-season trades yeah. with Duke? Yeah. <laughs> I want to trade a couple of guys, man. Uh, I don't think that's possible. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, Just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't in season portal. No, can't do <laughs> season portal. <laughs> uh, but Duke leading fifty seven to fifty right now uh, over Ohio State, and uh, Duke going off as a three and a half point favorite in this one. Uh, the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Duke has struggled from the field here in the second half, but Ohio State really hasn't gotten all that close uh, to them. So we'll see. I don't know what Joey's doing right there. Like. Can you can you use full names? Not everyone is on first name basis with. Uh, uh, what's thirteen's last name? It's Joey something. He hadn't done. Baker. Yeah, he hadn't done enough for me to know his whole name yet. I mean, <laughs> he's one of those guys. Joey Baker and Roach, the point guard. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna sell him to the highest bidder. Like Joey doesn't really play defense. You know, he just gets beat off the dribble there. He doesn't knock down shots consistently. I mean, he has like this frenetic temperament. And I need to know these things so I can bet, like, large quantities on Duke when this really matters. Yeah, it, is, uh, it has been an ugly second half watching yeah. this game. 57-50 to 50 remains the score. Uh, I did take Ohio State. Thinking of a letdown, eh, it doesn't seem You're to be. You're looking okay. Eh, we'll see. Looking we'll see. decent. They need to start making some shots here. So, we've got that going on. Uh, we have a hell of a game going on in the NBA with Golden State and Phoenix. The Suns leading 56-54 at the break after a frenetic first quarter, 35-31, a pretty uh, pretty small uh, second half, just 44, or second quarter, I should say, just 44 points. Steph Curry, 3 for 14 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. Remember, his over-under on threes five and a half. was 5.5. Uh, Jordan Poole is the guy. He has four threes for Golden State. They're down two? 18 points. They're down two. Yeah, I'd be worried. If you're Phoenix? Yeah, Steph goes 3 or 14. We're only winning by two. Yeah, I'd be be a little concerned. Jay Crowder also has hit some shots, so that's always a bad thing when Jay Crowder starts starts making some shots. Uh, I did get a question uh, from uh, Big Mo on Twitter. Okay. And uh, we appreciate it. At Real Sean King, at One Tim Murray is where you can find us. If you have questions, every once in a while, we'll peek at our Twitter and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll answer those. So, Big Mo says, I have C.J. Stroud 28 to 1, Kenny Pickett 39 to 1, Heisman tickets. Is it down to them and be young? 
Should I hedge off with Bryce, or who is the fourth player involved if Bama loses 17-7 to and looks bad again who wins the Heisman And he has trophy. Pickett and Stroud. Pickett and Stroud. 28 to 1 on Stroud. Well, Pickett in my and- eyes, Pickett, I mean, if he has a phenomenal game, and I just don't, it's just, I don't know. I, I really think. Stroud's out because he doesn't play again before they vote for it. I agree. And the last thing in their mind is his average at best performance at Michigan. <laughs> Which he still threw for like 380 yards. Right. No interceptions and two touchdowns. But. I agree. Uh, as much as it pains me, I would love C.J. Stroud to win this thing at 30-1. to 1. It's not going to happen. I really believe, and we talked about it last night, I believe that there is a possibility for the first time since 97 that a defensive player wins the Heisman. Should we go ahead and put money on Jordan Davis and Will Anderson then? Um, Just in case one of them like looks like the next coming of Lawrence Taylor. On Saturday and kind of cover ourselves? Here's the thing about Will Anderson. Will Anderson's unbelievable. Linebacker for Alabama. I think he's the best player on Alabama's team. However, if Alabama wins, Bryce Young's going to win. Bryce Young's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Okay. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I guess Will Anderson could have a couple picks. Jordan Davis is interesting. He's a huge human being. I think the only issue about Jordan Davis and why his odds are as low as they are is he's just a – he's – he is an – a monster, but he doesn't have the sexy numbers like Aiden Hutchinson, who's got six sacks in his last three games, two, three against Michigan, three against Penn State. So I, I don't know, Big Mo. Uh, I would, and we did it yesterday, we each took 20 to 1 on Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, so we're in on that. I've got C.J. Stroud at 30 to 1. I'm with you there. Similar yeah, you, ticket. You can burn that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, look. If if I had a vote for Heisman Trophy, I would vote for Matt Corral. I think he's the best player. But which he's makes not me think win. I he's should not put win. a little on him at twenty to one because that's what it may come down to. I don't think so. He, he, but you said, you just said, Sean, that C.J. Stroud, who's got better numbers than Matt Corral, isn't playing. Yeah, Matt plays in the SEC. I, I don't care. Ohio State, the Big Ten East. I mean, Ohio State's higher ranked than Ole Miss. I'm trying to think of my head. When's the last time Ohio State had a uh, Heisman Trophy? Troy winner? Smith. Troy Smith, which would have been what mid 2006. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. So you think Justin Fields, Dwayne Haskins, you know, none of those guys were able to win it there. So is there some bias that maybe exists? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, Troy Smith when he won it was a runaway. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had a defensive player win it since 97. I'd hate for Matt Corral to win it, and I think he's the best player, and I don't have something on him at 20-1. to 1. But here's what I'll say, and this is just – Because that's next weekend, right? Uh, yeah, week, a yeah, week from Saturday. Yeah, so you don't so have to even hold that ticket long. The Athletic does a Heisman straw poll with all of their college football reporters. Matt Corral did not receive a first-place, second-place, or third-place vote. So who won it in the straw poll? Will Anderson. <laughs> but, sitting, he's sitting there 50 to 1. But remember, <laughs> this is based on if the season ended today. Right. So I mean, they're not going to win unless he plays great on defense. They're so I, 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 I mean, I don't think, is Will Anderson worth it at 50 to 1? Yeah, sure. Put, yeah. A, put a couple bucks on Will Anderson at 51. But I just think if Alabama pulls this off, Bryce Young is going to have to beat the best defense in the country, and we're going to give it to Bryce Young. I don't know about that. I don't know if they're the best defense in the country. They're good. 
They're really good. Who's the best? Are you serious? Yeah, I just they they didn't play Matt Corral. You're seriously? They're gonna, just playing you Bryce can't Young. Just say that Georgia, which statistically they are really speaking, good, is one of the best defenses in the history of college football. But you're going to say their schedule is favorable. Who's better? Thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, while you think about it and have no answer. I'm going to tell you, Cincinnati's beating Georgia the in the college football playoff. I'm telling you. I don't know why you won't listen to me. You go play go play Cincinnati to win the national championship. I am. Good for you. I am. And I will start just like your Michigan State ticket when I told you when you put Moneyline Michigan State at plus 750, I said thank you for the $200 advance in our bankroll because Cincinnati is not beating Georgia. Not, I, not, not. I mean, hey, you, you could clip this off. What did I you tell you before the there. season? I said this is the year of David. And you know what? The Goliaths you, are falling. You might get there because Michigan could pull it off. Yeah. But and if you and if you win, you get all the credit in the world because Michigan was not part of what our. What is five Michigan team pool. to win the, the national eight fifty? And yeah. those odds have sunk. Yeah, I gotta go. But I can't go put money on them to win it and then say that Iowa's gonna beat them Saturday. You realize Georgia is at allowing less than a touchdown. Yeah, I don't care about what they did. I mean, their schedule worked out good. They're really good. But you're gonna say, were you gonna say Cincinnati's defense is better? No. Okay. I'm saying Cincinnati's gonna beat Georgia. You want a cigar bet on that one? Not yet. The game ain't happened yet. Well, we could put it down just in the no, future. No, no, no. Which, got, by the way, we have time. if Cincinnati makes the playoff, you would already have lost your bet to me. We have time. I can't wait to talk about that game. You're gonna be so wrong. You're gonna have a coach. Yeah, see, that's why I won't make the bet yet. I, I got to figure that, that part out. <laughs> and he was the one guy I wasn't worried about. They're going to a power five. Everything was stable. It was pointed in the right direction. And one of the two jobs that I know, because I know people that know him very well. Oh, it's been reported for right, years. Right, that he would definitely Bruce consider leaving for is Notre Dame and Ohio State. And, of course, Notre Dame comes open. And, and Ohio State might come open, too. So if Luke Which Fickle... I blame Brian Kelly 100% for this. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. <laughs> As I agree. We're on agreement on that one. Um, but, yeah, Big Mo, I don't know if that helped at all. I, I don't know. I, this is the most. And I, his question was, he has Pickett and Stroud. Should he hedge with who? Uh, with, with Young and you know, you're getting minus 220. Well, Big Mo, I'd say this. I don't think it would be a hedge. I think it would be uh, you trying to make some money on the guy that's going to actually win. You know what? Here's Or play, play Bryce Young and Will Anderson. Or I think the way to hedge would be play Alabama money line because I think you're getting, be- you're getting better odds on Alabama to win outright. I don't that's think true. Bryce Young wins the Heisman Trophy if Alabama loses. If Alabama loses. Even if he throws for 330. Well, yes, there's, and, a, there's and, always that. Okay. There's always that. If he goes off and they win 31-28, Georgia does, Bryce Young's win the Heisman Trophy. So, I don't know, Big Mo. I think Aiden Hutchinson might win the Heisman Trophy. I got a bet that he does. It's a nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available at VSN.com for you to keep up 
with key NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. His Duke Blue Devils, as Banksy would say, how many teams do you have? He's a hater. <laughs> yeah, he's a hater. Uh, it, it, they are up seven right now, 66 to 59, four and a half minutes to go. This second half has been ugly. But Duke doing what uh, you know we say in college football. Got to win your clunkers. They have not played all that well, but they're winning by seven on the road against a team that probably makes the champion or the NCAA tournament. So we will see. He missed that dunk. Yeah, no, he got. On, no, he I made. Mean, Taking Manute Bowl to catch that pass. <laughs> the ESPN person was uh, was confused. He gave him the two points. I got excited there. All right, so we got that game going on. Golden State and Phoenix. Phoenix up sixty-two to fifty-nine. That one under eight minutes to go. Uh, and the things have slowed down a little bit after 66 points in the first quarter. But it is Tuesday. It is uh, it is time for a little overreaction Tuesday. And I will start. So a couple weeks ago, I said Will Anderson would be top three in the Heisman Trophy. And you laughed and you scoffed. Cigar butt. Um, <laughs> and now Will Anderson. Okay. Has an opportunity, as you look at the uh, straw poll on the Athletic today, he would win it per these reporters. I don't think Will Anderson can win the Heisman Trophy. But my overreaction, I said it last night, I think Aiden Hutchinson wins the Heisman Trophy. I think 20-1 to is a good bet right now, if you can get that. Uh, We got it uh, across the street. We have the tickets to show for it. Uh, all three of us, you, me, and producer Aaron Oster, went in on Aiden Hutchinson, the DN from Michigan. But my overreaction, Sean, because in this wide-open, unpredictable, who-the-hell-is-going-to-win-the-Heisman-Trophy season, my overreaction is that not one, not two, but three defensive players will be suited up, looking dapper, in New York City. And they invite five? Next weekend. They can invite as however many as they want. Yeah, no way three are coming. So I think it will be Jordan Davis from Georgia. Best team in the country has to have a representative there. I think Aiden Hutchinson might win the Heisman Trophy. He will be there. And I think Will Anderson goes. I don't think, I think there's a chance C.J. Stroud doesn't go. I think you could see, we've seen years where there's six, seven dudes there. I think this is going to be such a year, Sean, where... It's so widespread of the voting across the country that you might get a really big crew to go to the downtown athletic club. Mm -hmm. They should have invited you in 1998. Facts. Ridiculous. And this year they make up for the fact that my partner was not invited in 1998. And they invite a handful. And I think there's three defensive players, Will Anderson, Aiden Hutchinson, who might win it, and Jordan Davis from Georgia. There you go. Feasible, because they didn't have a limit on how many they can invite. That was kind of your out. Right. Yeah. I, I know the rules. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's all based on the voting, and we've had years where there are three guys there. We've had years where there are five. There can be a ton. Um, right. Do you think, before you get to your overreaction, okay. 
We have not had a defensive player win the Heisman Trophy since 1997. Charles Woodson, 2012 Manti Teo finished second to J Johnny Manziel, but it really wasn't even that close of a, a race, but he did finish second. Do we have the first defensive player winning the Heisman Trophy in, what, 25 years? I think this is a UTTP moment. What does that mean? It's up to the player. <laughs> like, you couldn't ask for anything better. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be on a standalone Huge game stage. in the Big Ten Championship. Bryce Young, standalone game in the SEC Championship. I think if either one of those guys has a dominant performance, they likely win it. Will Anderson... Yeah. Could play a great game again. I just think if Alabama wins because Bryce Young has been the more popular vote, I'm not sure that everyone that votes for the Heisman is going to even know who Will Anderson is. So he'll miss out on some of those ballots just because of that. But, you know, it's a UTTP moment. That, I mean, as a player, that's all you can ask for. Yep. And that's why, you know, C.J. Stroud, I – He's, he's out of it. No, he's out. But I loved where he sat because yeah, of – But I told you he could if win If he beat it. Michigan. Yeah, he, has, he had about as much chance as Kenneth Walker. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, so, if they had beaten Michigan, he would still be odds-on favorite. He yeah, was minus if, 260. If, if Michigan State had beat Ohio State, Kenneth Walker would be odds-on favorite as well. They, they lost by 49. Yeah. And they were a 20-point dog. Yeah. Ohio but, State was an 8-point favorite. So, when they put the loss – yeah. When they add a number to the right side of the hyphen, do they go like nine point? Yeah, I just I think Kenneth two. Walker, a running back for a team that lost by forty nine, compared to Ohio State's a little bit. The, the analogy was that the loss is what did, knocked them did, out. Did Kenneth Walker ever go down to minus two sixty to win the Heisman Trophy? Look, I thought I was in great shape. Nah, unfortunately, uh, didn't happen. I uh, called a committee. I said you can't let him win it. <laughs> such a hater. <laughs> Listen, You're, you are the worst. I I don't know how I. I do this every night. Go Ohio State. <laughs> I hope you beat Duke tonight. What do you have, Mr. King? All right, I have two. Over? So which one do we have first? Let's go here? college first and we'll okay. hold the, the NFL one. My overreaction side. is that one of the four teams. Oh, Buckeyes. Yeah, that was a big shot. It's a nice three-pointer. Uh, one of the four teams in the college football playoff will be operating with an interim head coach. Ooh, I like it. And who would it be? In this scenario that's in front of you now where Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, and Cincy get in, it would be Cincinnati. Luke Fickle would take the Notre Dame job, and Cincy understandably would be without a head coach. But I also mentioned earlier on the show that I think Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to become the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the time frame, yeah. because it's an NFL job, is a little different. So he could do both. But there are some other caveats here. I think there are some opportunities for Notre Dame to potentially get into the college football playoff, which, of course, they'd have an interim. So I, I, I like my odds here. I like my odds here a lot. I think the Luke Fickle one is very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, because I hope he doesn't leave, but... I'm just saying. That's one of his dream jobs. Yeah. Uh, I I don't. If you ask me today, mm -hmm. I would say no, that he, he's not the head coach of Notre Dame. That's just my feeling. I, I think there's a lot of momentum towards Marcus Freeman. Um, Here's what I wish would happen in college football. I wish the school and the coach had to honor the contract. I agree. It sucks. I, I mean, really do. I wish when they signed a deal 
you had to play that deal out. You couldn't extend it. You couldn't fire him before the deal was up. Interesting. So that way, okay, you know when a potential coach is coming up for a, a new contract because this is really unfair to the kids. I don't care what you say. A lot of times people talk about schools and, and you shouldn't, you know, commit to a coach. But a lot of time kids have an affinity for a certain coach for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and they go to that school. And if that coach isn't there, it really impacts that kid because the next coach could like something completely different. Like, I, I could be the basketball coach at Vison University, and you know what? I, I want our three to be tall and red. And a guy that only does, only, <laughs> does his rebound. He doesn't even look for a shot. But then I could leave, and Aaron could become the new coach, and he could want a guy that's tall and red, but all he does is shoot. He doesn't care about him rebounding. So, I mean, it impacts a lot of people. I wish that in college, if it's not pro sports, and hear me clearly, if it's really interscholastic athletics and it's about the student athlete, then make these coaches and universities honor the existing contracts. That means that this coach cannot leave until this contract is up. The school cannot fire said coach before the contract is up. And I think, you know, and there's been a much to do about it on social media. Look, this is a gambling network, and, you know, I, I just think it sucks for... Well, Notre it messes up our ability to gamble. Well, no, I think it sucks for the Notre Dame players that Gary Barta came out today that said the protocols do include player-slash-coach availability. It's, like, it's Tim, not their fault. Tim, the who, what if we want to bet Louisiana Lafayette versus App State? We can. Yeah, but how do we know how Billy Napier, who just took the Florida I job, know. is he game planning for App State or is he recruiting for Florida? It's a great question. Because it's not enough hours in a day to do both of those things. You're absolutely right, and uh, we will see. Uh, I like your overreaction. I think Notre Dame has this much of a chance to make the college football playoff. Zippy. What if they won it all and Brian Kelly wasn't there? Does he get credit for, like, winning it? <laughs> <laughs> Does he get a ring? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> That'd be on that awesome. One. A minute to go in Columbus. What's happened with the Dukies, Sean? It's an ICAP here on Beeson. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN holiday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for a $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com slash subscribe it has gone final sean's proclamation that duke will go undefeated comes to a close i didn't proclaim that what i said it'd be nice i said wouldn't, wouldn't it whoa, be poetic whoa, whoa. i said poetic whoa, justice whoa, whoa. i say wouldn't it be poetic justice if in coach shashevsky's swan song duke went undefeated and won the national championship i didn't say that was going to happen i said it would be poetic justice well, they have lost. I'm actually glad we lost tonight. Me too, because I won my bets. Because we have some flaws that we have to get fixed. And <laughs> the, the one that absolutely it has to be of the utmost priority is we have to get better at making shots. Like, we don't, we don't really have knockdown three-point shooting. We don't really have great finishers at the rim. You know, so it, it's something that we got to figure out because we're going to play teams in hostile environments and down the road in these games, we got to get buckets. Do you do you do you start to believe a little bit about that little stink? Well, no. I mean, here's one thing I know about college basketball: mm-hmm. it's hard to go on the road and win. It just is. The number one team in the country that just beat Gonzaga on a neutral court on was a neutral playing court. four and two Ohio State, and it was only a three point spread, yeah, and it was in Columbus. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, look at it. Embrace they, they, they the rush, stink, they ladies the and court. gentlemen. They rush the court. Embrace the stink. If that game's in Durham, it's probably an 11-point game. Um, it may yeah. be, but it wasn't. But it's good. We and lost. And it was coming off the I, Gonzaga I'm glad. game. What did you say? You said, oh, letdown. There's hey, no letdown. Travis Keels has to start making Trevor. shots. Trevor. Trevor Keels, my bad. Trevor Keels has to start making shots. 
And if Joey Baker's going to be in the rotation, I need to find something he's good at. Because right now he doesn't defend the ball well. He doesn't rebound well. He's not shooting the three. He doesn't put the ball on the floor. I don't know why he's in the game. Same thing with Roach. Roach has got to become elite at something. Either be able to knock down the open three or get more aggressive taking your guy off the dribble and actually finish at the rim. Not just dribble to the rim and, and throw the ball up at the basket. And we got, we got, some, we got some improving to do. So final score, Ohio State 71, Duke 66. Ohio State outscores the Blue Devils 71-23 to in the second half as Duke got bitterly cold from the field. And uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes are able to get that victory. Uh, what, what, what did we have at halftime? 43-30. to 43-30, and we ended up with 66. Good yep. Lord Almighty. So uh, Duke... Into their first loss of the season, uh, and that is a 71-66 victory. And Purdue will likely be the new number one team in the country as they won big earlier this week, uh, or earlier tonight, 93-65. to We'll see if Purdue can mess it up. Uh, they play Iowa at home, so we'll see. But uh, likely a new number one team in the country. Not that it means anything, but uh, Duke handed their first loss of the season, Ohio State. Uh, gets the victory. All right, Sean. Last uh, segment, we were doing our overreactions. We focused solely on college football, but I know you've got something, and this isn't even the Jim Harbaugh one. You've got another one regarding the NFL. What do you got? Uh, The Rams, who I think are minus 500 now on this wager, will not make the playoffs. Okay. The Rams sit at, what's their record? Seven, Seven and, four. and four. They have yeah. six games remaining. We already have a cigar bet on this. I think they go two and four down the stretch. When you look at this schedule, Jacksonville, they'll beat them. They'll lose at Arizona. They'll beat Seattle. Then I think they close out the season with three losses at Minnesota, at Baltimore, then San Francisco. I've got them two and four down the stretch. I don't know that nine and eight gets them in the playoffs in the NFC. Well, think about who has the last playoff spot right now. So right now. It's Washington. Yes, it's Washington at five and is six. Is Washington got but Minnesota, who they play, is sitting there. Yeah. Atlanta sitting there. Philly's sitting there. So if you look at remaining strength of schedule, uh, the Rams are where are they? Uh, they have a decent one, thirteenth. Uh, so thirteenth dif- most difficult. They finish the season at Minnesota, at Baltimore, San Francisco at home. Yeah, that's not easy. And I think San Francisco's turning things around. San yeah. Francisco's schedule uh, is 20th most difficult. Texans, Seahawks, Falcons remaining on the easy side, but they do play the Rams, Bengals, and Titans. Um, look, they are, they've, got, they've got issues, man. The Rams have issues right now. And, you know, what, Matt Stafford has thrown a, a pick six in the last three games, I think? Who? Say Jared Goff? <laughs> No. What? What is wrong with you and Matt Stafford? Who's Matt Stafford? He's the he's the quarterback of the Rams. What's the difference, Matt Stafford, Jared Goff? Please tell me the difference. What's the difference? <laughs> One has uh, helped his team to a seven and four record. The other has helped his team to a winless record. When the guy that is winless now was at this other team, they looked exactly the same. <laughs> People watched the game were like, they need a quarterback. 
So now they switched the name on the back of the jersey and the person in the jersey, and people watch the Rams now and say they need a quarterback. I would say this, though. If, if you want to place this bet that Sean is on, I wouldn't place it now because they play the Jaguars this weekend. They're, wait till after they win. Yeah, wait till after they win. The odds will adjust. Uh, it's already a plus 700. But, it's going to go up even more, I know. but That's what I'm saying. So why, why make it now if, if you are a, I want to take both. a mindset? I want to take it at 700 and then hopefully get it at 1,100, 1,200. That makes no sense. Why would you take it at 700? Just to, okay, let's say just round numbers. You were going to bet $100 yes. on 7 to 1. Yep. Hold that $100. Yep. They win this weekend and you bet $200. No, I was going to bet another 100 on at whatever it's going to go up to 14, 15 to 1. Why? Because now I got one ticket, I'm going to make 800, make 700 on my 100. I got another ticket, I'm going to make 1400 on my 100. If I truly believe they're not making the playoffs. That makes no sense. Okay. I bet yes. Rams today not to make the playoffs. So I have a Rams don't uh-huh. make the playoffs. I have 100 invested. You, hold on. Do you believe there is any chance that Jacksonville goes into L.A. and wins? No. Okay. Do not bet that now. What? Okay. $100. No, I know exactly what you're saying. So why bet it now? Because just be I, patient. I know, or I can just continue to parlay it and have more you're tickets. You're not parlaying it. I, I, okay, I'll have one ticket for 100 bucks that pays 800 total, right? I get the 700 and my 100 back. I have another ticket if it goes up to 14, 15 to 1. Yeah, let's say it goes up to 12 to 1200. Okay, then I'll have a ticket that pays 1300 on my 100. So I have 200 invested. What's 800? And I'll begin Hold on. What's 800 plus 1300? 21. Okay. So, or you bet 200 on 12 to 1 and you make 2400. Right, I could do that too. And I'm you, saying I can do that too. There's no limit to what I can do. I just I'm still getting tickets. I know, but just wait until the odds get better. But they might not go up that much. They will though. Well, if they win. Can you guarantee it? Yes, I can. Okay. All right. <laughs> if you are the caveat is They're not making the playoffs. No, no, no. The caveat is you have to be 100% certain that they're winning this weekend. And I am that they're going to beat the Jaguars. I don't necessarily 100% believe that. All right. But if there's a shred of doubt, then bet it now. Yeah, if well, you have no shred of a doubt, wait. But what if they lose close? What if it's an overtime game? They win? Yeah. Does that factor into it? It's because it doesn't matter. It's, it's still they're 8-4. and four. Right, It's just a mathematical thing. Right. Okay. So the odds are no matter what, if they win, are going to go up. Okay. So if you believe in your overreaction, wait. Be patient. Patience. Hedge. What, take Jaguars? No, money I'm going to hedge with the plus 700, just in case they lose. Drive me crazy. Good. Drive me crazy. I'm glad Duke lost today. <laughs> that didn't impact me. We needed to lose. Actually, it made me feel good. Get I, us off our high I horse. I bet it. It was beautiful. Good. We get us off our high horse. Um, we're going to talk to Eric Eager coming up uh, at the top of the hour, as we do every single Thursday, or every single Tuesday, excuse me. See, you got me all flustered. Um Pretty easy. Does Detroit win this weekend? <laughs> and I've been wrong on them all year. And I've been trying to be a believer. I thought they were going to beat the Bears. I've been trying to be a believer. I mean, I just don't know how much emotional juice they have left. I mean, how many times can you look like you're finally about to win and it not happen and, like, come back the next week and be fully locked in? Because it looked like they were going to beat Pittsburgh, right? It looked like they were going to beat Cleveland. Looked like they it beat looked like they were going to beat Chicago. You know what I mean? Like. Are they gonna they gonna get there? I don't see them beating Minnesota. Especially Minnesota just lost a tough one. I don't see them beating Minnesota. 
No, they'll probably lose that. So. We'll talk to Eric Eager. What does he think about week number 13 of the NFL season? We'll break it all down with him next. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the Nightcap here on Visa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.